We're in here. We're we in here. We are live. We are live. Sports Bowl. That's <laughs> our specialty. That's the name. Uh, um, welcome to our podcast, everybody. Hello. We are three friends who like to talk about sports in our daily life. So we thought that we would monetize that and uh, make a podcast. We are getting paid. Yeah, we're yeah. absolutely <laughs> getting paid. First episode in. Um, they have so many sponsors. You wouldn't even believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they've come crawling for all the all the listeners that will be hearing their ads. Yeah, we apologize for all the ads you're about to hear. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, I think we would start off by talking about um, our teams that we love. We we love sports, and so mm -hmm. teams play sports. Um, my name is Drew. I really like the Los Angeles Rams. I'm an LA boy. Uh, and so I like the Rams. I like the Lakers. Um, and yeah, that's me. Shout out Lakers. Shout, Shout out Lakers. AD, baby. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go next. I'm Joby. Uh, I'm a Saints fan. Uh, born and raised in Louisiana. So, you know, I had, had to be repping New Orleans. Uh, you know, I, I only hated him for a year after that, so, uh, and I'm also a Lakers fan, um, born a Lakers fan, I'm not from LA or anything, but I was named after Kobe Bryant, um, <laughs> true story, so I, I, there was no getting out of it, I was gonna be a Lakers fan, uh, but yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> Hello everyone, I am Matthew, I'm repping the My Mavs today, Hell yeah. um, I am an NBA boy, I'm a basketball boy. Um, I'll claim the Cowboys, though, as my NFL team. Um, you know, I'm just a local boys that I represent. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. It's a little taste of who I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh... Just a little taste. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about, uh, mostly football and basketball. Those are the sports that we like the most. Um, we have other friends. Maybe we'll get Sean on to Ooh. talk about his stars. Um, yeah, we gotta, but, but we know and love the games of basketball and football. Um, and so with the NFL season coming upon us, I figured we'd, we'd talk about some news mm -hmm. going into the, going into the season, some headlines. Gotta um, start somewhere. Yeah. So one of those things is Jonathan Taylor did not get traded. He is staying a Colt. He's staying on the pup list. I don't really remember what that stands for. Player um, unactive. Uh, unable to perform. Oh, uh, physically unable physically to perform. Not. Yeah, that's it. Um, which is that true? I don't know. I you know, the whole situation's been so muddy with Jonathan Taylor. And I if you're Jim Ursay, I don't know what your what your your goal is out of this whole thing. I don't know like, either. You 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 spend a lot of uh, you spend high draft capital to get Jonathan Taylor to get a good running back, and you also spend your fourth overall pick this year to get a quarterback who has amazing rushing upside. So you want to lean into that rushing like side. You, you want to become a rush heavy or a run heavy team that has like good ground weapons, but then you just completely disregard one of those whenever they ask to get paid, even just the bare minimum. I'm sure Jonathan Taylor wasn't asking for like anything like 30 mil yeah like record setting money yeah, or anything like he was he was probably just getting probably he was probably asking if i had a bet i bet he went into the negotiation asking for like 15 to 20 or something a year. which 
as your as the best player on your team, the Colts, I don't know. You you give the guy you give the guy what he wants. Mm. I I feel for him. I feel for the other running backs who GMs have decided that their positional value is just not that high. Mm-hmm. But with dudes with production like JT, with game-changing ability like JT, and Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Especially the fucking Giants. Like, I know yeah. they did pay him, but, like, imagine, like... Paying Daniel Jones <laughs> over Saquon Barkley. Mm, they, who, did, like, they did finish that, that contract first, which was insane. But, I mean, yeah, people value the quarterback more. But at least now, like, Barkley and Jacobs both got paid. You're, you're yeah. still at a point with Taylor where there's there's no, like, there's there's no leeway. And, and now it's just we're going to be wasting some some prime opportunities for an amazing talent at running back just because they can't agree on a contract deal. Mm-hmm. And it's rumored that he's going to miss the first four games of the season. So Oh, because he's still on the yeah. the pup list. Yeah. Um, That's fucked up because, I mean, like, I don't know. Is he, like, actually... Because I remember he tweeted out a while back. He was like, ain't, like, no shit about my back. Like, who are your sources oh, or whatever? And I was like, <laughs> damn. Because, like, maybe Jim Ursay... Not that we should be surprised about the the white owners of NFL teams being pieces of shit, but uh, Jim Ursay is not exactly the cream of the crop in that regard. Um, but uh, I'm I don't know I I'm hoping for the best for JT personally. Yeah, I mean, I, I was hoping he was going to get out of Indy, honestly. Um, yeah. What did they yeah, say? They said they weren't getting, like, fair value in return. Like, that's why they, 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 they didn't. They weren't getting what they felt like he was valued at. Which, I mean, if you think he's valued that high, then pay the man. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, and also, like, they were saying that they wanted a first-round pick for him, which no team was going to give. No. But, so, maybe they just... Maybe they just froze froze him out or something i don't know like of the of the trade deals like we could have we could have we could have seen a trade if they if they were like all right like jt we're going to like respect your wishes for a trade and you know deal you Mm -hmm. to another team but yeah i don't know um in more uh in more uh news before the season uh will lutz was traded away he was just traded today uh you know Breaking news. Uh, I, I, I've had many moments where I loved Will Lutz, and and I'm, I'm sure most people who aren't a Saints fan are gonna be like, "Who?" Uh, <laughs> and you're not gonna care. Who? Big but, nuts, Lutz. Big nuts, Lutz. You don't know. Uh, Will Lutz, the Saints kicker or former Saints kicker, now the Broncos kicker. He um, he he has some good he has some good games, but um, you know I, you can't hold on to him forever. They're they're kickers. They they gotta move on and. We he he lost the he lost the battle. Simple as that. He lost the battle to a rookie, and we'll see if it was right to judge that quickly and just go on to the next like that. But as of right now, you know Dennis Allen. I think this is just his way of of showing like this is gonna be my team now. I'm gonna make decisions that I want to make. I'm the one who brought in group. I'm the one who uh, established this. So if I can't make giant changes on the offense, that like. I won in support, which I'm sure he did a lot with. Uh, I'm sure he had a lot to do with Derek Carr signing as well, mm. um, since he worked with Carr in the past. And um, uh, so I think this is just Dennis Allen's first place to like, or like his first small step to like try and change 
kind of the culture of the team almost right more to like what he wants to run and we'll see if that's a good change or not i mean i've i ever since last year i haven't really been a dennis allen supporter it's right, kind of hard yeah. to support him but we'll see if he if he comes around and knows what he's doing i mean we have a great like gm in front office to like support him and figure that out so it'll just be a matter of seeing if that culture that he establishes is is good enough i guess <laughs> yeah i think that if things don't go the saints way this season i think you gotta i think you gotta look at dennis allen at that point mm-hmm. you gotta be like what's what's up dog like if 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 we're not at least in the running to win the division like if it's not like a one game difference to win the division in the nfc south then i think he's gotta have a hot seat all right, we because we, at that point you gotta switch something up. We should we should at least be up there, yeah, like fighting for a spot, especially in that division, mm-hmm. especially in, in this division. We'll get to that later. I was about to say, I wish this isn't a lot. Allude to yeah. our predictions later. <laughs> um, bigger news ish. Uh, people really like uh, first round quarterbacks. They do. Um, and so Trey Lance. Got traded Dak. earlier this week, right? Dak is counting Most his days, baby. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I, speaking of someone on the hot seat. <laughs> no, literally. And I'm seeing so many videos of Dak, like, this preseason of him just, like, stinking it up and just, like, making <laughs> terrible throws. So I'm like, mm. when that trade actually went through, I was like, I saw is this, like, Dak insurance? Like, it's, like, Dak? Dak insurance? Dak insurance. Is he, you know. Is he counting his days for I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't know what the the motivation could be behind that trade if it wasn't like some sort of like Dak insurance. Oh, that's a Jerry Jones ass move if I've ever seen one, bro. <laughs> like that's a that's a Jerry Jones being like, I have to have him, and mm. you know what? The I mean, maybe it'll work out. I don't know. Like I've I don't think that Trey Lance going to another contender as someone who has like. Like, however many games played in, like, however many years, it's been, like... Not, not many. It's... it's been, yeah. It's, in, it's... it's Probably, in, like, in a NFL, single digit. In the NFL, it's definitely single digits. I'm yeah. Sure like five or something like that. I think that's Desmond Ritter. Um, but, yeah, just not... Just no experience to go off of. And you're throwing him onto a contender. Like, it almost would have been better for him if he would have went to, like, a team that's not good. Just so he yeah. can, like, get some experience and, like, try and get something under his belt and get some, like, real-life reps in with, like, a team that, like, is on the same level as him currently or something. Um, but, yeah, uh, he'll either he'll either sit behind Dak and not do anything for a few years and then just be a bust or, or he'll step up for Dak and be mid and then just be a mid backup for the rest of his career. So Dak is bound to miss some games this year, so I'm pretty sure we'll see Trey Lance more than a couple times this year on the field. That's it, true. That's I, interesting, though. I, I, I want to see it. I think I that he would have gotten more reps in, in our... I think it, the amount of reps he would have gotten in San Francisco versus Dallas is, like, pretty similar. Because, like, there's no way that, that like, Purdy is the starter every week for like the whole season whether that's that he misses some games due to injury or he just stinks at some point like i'm not a pretty believer by any means oh neither am i i'm a certified 49ers hater (laughs) so personally i'm uh do you want to matthew do you want to look up the uh the results of that trey lance trade (laughs) Uh, what 
what it turned into for the Dolphins, because oh yeah, I don't really remember what it came out to, but I can name a few off the bat. I believe two names off the bat are Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill that that turned into, uh, and Bradley Chubb. And Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb was also someone that was like a result of that trade. And I think the the fourth person. If I'm remembering correctly, was a just uh, like a depth piece or like some defensive lineman for the was Dolphins. It, wasn't something they got from that trade? Didn't something like end up getting them Jalen Ramsey? Uh, maybe maybe one of the like the like day two or three picks. Mm. Um, but personally, as someone who hates the 49ers, then trading up to get a quarterback while they were a contender because quarterback was their missing piece, only for them to like lose out on draft capital for the next three years. Man, does that make my heart happy. <laughs> I know they're still going to be, you know, the 49ers this year, but I mean, like, how can you not, how can you not love yeah. that as an, as an interdivision rival like that's that's too good with, to to be true you know what i mean with a serviceable starter the 49ers have like the roster and the coaching and the depth to be a, a dynasty they they have one of the most talented groups in football and like all around skill positions like line defense they have people on every level that you're just like this is an all pro caliber person and and you just see that on every level of their team and it's insane just how They've just underperformed, I guess, or underachieved. Yeah, based on all that talent, and like, we, there, there's still time. Like people like, uh, like Fred Warner, Trent Williams, the like a lot of the those key role player guys that they have are still pretty young. Like they, they have tons of time left to, to try and figure that out still. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, they, they, there's definitely been some missed opportunities because of that Trey Lance trade and because of that deal because of how hard they whiffed on it. And this is what the Dolphins got in that trade. They got Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Bradley Chubb, Channing, wait, Channing Tindall, mm -hmm. and uh, a 2025 fifth-round pick. And then the Dolphins, the Dolphins gave up the 2021 third overall pick, which was Trey Lance. God damn, <laughs> that's so crazy. They got it. Who's no longer on the team. I just want that to be clear. He's not on the 49ers <laughs> anymore. And the the Dolphins still have a future draft pick of theirs. <laughs> that's so good. The that's Dolphins so good. also gave up no, Chase no, Edmonds. And they gave up like oh. a plethora of picks. But a lot of these were second round, fourth round, fourth round, sixth round, fourth round. Mm -hmm. Word. Yeah, still. So that's nice. Uh, speaking of interdivisional drama, apparently this is the NFC West news hour, but the Cardinals are <laughs> tanking, tanking. Uh, we're Josh talking Dobbs a season. <laughs> Josh Dobbs. Why? Why did they release Colt McCoy? I don't I, understand. I, I I have no like, and it's it's got to just be tanking. I mean, at this point, they're just yeah. they're just giving up on it. I. Trading Isaiah Simmons for fucking like a candy wrapper dog. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? The 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 I the Isaiah Simmons thing is so funny to me because they drafted Isaiah Simmons in like 2020, just mm -hmm. making that number up. But I it, it was somewhere He's around young. there. He's young. The very next year they drafted Zabin Collins, also another linebacker in the first round. What are they what were they <laughs> okay, what were they doing then? What are they doing now? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, all signs are pointing to the Cardinals being the worst team in the season, or worst team in the league next 
Their uh, defense is pretty bad too. Yeah. And uh, Kyler Murray's gonna miss how many games? Like the first, at least like, like half. half. I'm pretty sure it's like half the season. season something yeah. Like that. And at that point, like, what's your motivation to come back? I mean, you come back, like, say you can't come back in five games. Cardinals are zero and five at that point. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, you gotta get them out of the mud at that point. Like, I, I don't know. Get get Buda Baker out of. <laughs> out of arizona get him out of there the man deserves better yeah maybe he can do something else on maybe he can get an interception somewhere <laughs> on on a different team i don't know but uh yeah i love seeing the the cardinals be bad which is what they you know typically are mm -hmm. so they've always been little brother in the division and they will continue and now you're watching it them do it on purpose they were like yeah. we're tired of losing on accident we're just gonna go all in <laughs> Yeah, but might as might as well make it intentional mm -hmm. at this point. But once we get Trey Lance, or once we get uh Trey Lance, God, once we get uh Caleb Williams, is done for y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll uh, be paying Kyler Murray his big extension, <laughs> and then once they finally get his contract off the books, they'll be giving uh Caleb Williams his oh, record-setting uh QB contract. <laughs> yeah, um. It's Five hundred million dollar rookie deal. <laughs> no, literally. I mean, I would do that for Caleb Williams. Um, so now we're gonna move into the off season slash preseason takeaways slash prediction section. Mm -hmm. Basically, a lot of stuff has happened uh, during the off season to make these teams better, and also the preseason has brought us new insights to give us to the teams that uh, we'll be watching this year. Um, oh, wait, we should, well, I guess speaking of preseason, we had some preseason roster cuts come out today. Um, the Rams didn't really, uh, cut anyone incredible. I just wanted to shout out a couple names because they're Rams. Um, Lynch McClutchinson, uh, last year I was convinced that he was going to be the GOAT. I thought he was, he's like 6'4", 6'5". Number one Lance McClutchinson supporter out here. <laughs> I, I really thought that he was gonna I thought he was gonna be something and now now he's cut so I I appreciate him for giving me hope. Um, we also had uh, AJ uh, Akuri. I hope I'm uh, pronouncing that right, but he was a lineman for us uh, last year when we were starting basically anyone we could get our hands on because our offensive line was so injured last year. So shout out to him for holding it down for as long as he had to before he probably got injured because that's what happened to all our offensive linemen. Uh, Logan Bruss, we drafted him in the third round in 2021. Uh, he got injured his rookie year and just never developed past then. Sorry to this man. Um, wish it could have gone better. Uh, the name that really surprised me, though, was Robert Rochelle. Um, he he was a, a rookie corner for us. Or not maybe not a rookie, but he was, he was... I thought he was, like, serviceable. I thought he was, like, all right. And he had some good plays during preseason, too. So, like, our cornerback depth is not that great. So, I guess... Uh, I guess I hope they know what they're doing over there in L.A., mm -hmm. so... Yeah, uh, cuts are always kind of weird to, yeah. to see, and you're like, where, where, what were you thinking with those? And you know, I I understand a lot, but like the Saints, we had we had a few as well. Um, Calvin Throckmorton was a good uh, O lineman for us. He he stepped up whenever uh, Ramchek and like Ruiz and Pete were all mm -hmm. down last year. Uh, he stepped up. He he was he was he was all right. He struggled with penalties, 
a lot. I, I can't count how many times I got upset because I was like, God damn it, Throckmorton holding once again. <laughs> like, it was so upsetting. Uh, but, uh, like, other than that, he was, like, he was fine for us. He, um, he was decent at pass protection, and that's all we needed was some better pass protection. Uh, Bradley Roby, I, 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 I'm not gonna miss Bradley Roby. He, <laughs> uh, he's another one where it was just, I, every time I would see a big play happen, I was like, if that was Bradley Roby, I'm gonna be so upset, and it was always Bradley Roby. Uh, he was... He had some great plays. He he was a big play guy. He I, he's almost like a poor man's Trayvon Diggs, where <laughs> <laughs> picture picture Trayvon Diggs, but without all the interceptions, he would, <laughs> he would just occasionally have like a big play. He would just let up yards. Is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. He would just let up yards, and then like occasionally he would have like one good play. But like <laughs> that's so funny because now that now that you've described it like that i do remember you mm -hmm. complaining all the time about bradley yeah. Roby last year i would i would have a play where he would he there would be one play where it'd be like a huge like pass breakup or something like that and he'd be amazing coverage and i was like i was like that's why i love you bradley Roby. yes stay on my team forever <laughs> and then the next like four plays when he would just get burnt oh. and it's it i'm glad that battle's over at least uh, Jalen Smith, we cut, uh, he was the Cowboys linebacker for a while. He's getting kind of older. He never really started a game for us. I, I, he had promise in camp. I had really great things come, come out of camp about him. So that one really surprised me. I thought he was at least going to be like a good depth piece for us, but right. you know, I guess we'll, we'll see what they were cooking. That boy long ago. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, Jonathan Abram, we got, we, the safety from the Raiders, we brought over and then we cut him. Oh, I, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we I was like, him. oh, wait, Jonathan Abrams, is yeah. name. Yeah, Jonathan Abrams, yeah. He, um, we, we brought him over this offseason for a uh, dirt cheap and, yeah, and then we cut him. That's crazy, because, like, don't you guys need safeties? I thought we did, but apparently we're rocking with Tyra Matthew and Marcus May. Uh, so. I mean, that's, that's not a bad combo. It's not the worst, um. And we, we, we also drafted a rookie uh, who has promise. He's, like, third string. So, okay, I mean, if you're able to earn third string over Jonathan Abram, I'll, I'll, I'll respect you for it. So, Sorry. we'll see how it goes there. Uh, and then Amadi was the other one. that The punt return that wore zero. Oh, word. He's, 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 like um, he's, like, our third or fourth string safety. Gotcha. Um... So more preseason stuff. Uh, we got to look at the the rookies that have uh, been drafted into uh, into positions where they will be uh, maybe the new their new franchise quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. um, Bryce Young, uh, I thought that he looked, you know, pretty good. Like like people talked about coming out of college, like he had all the tools you needed and i mean the the panthers aren't you know a great team uh but i mean like i think that he'll his rookie year i think he'll be serviceable i really do um and i think that he'll he'll he won't like i don't think he'll disappoint any panthers fans um and i think that they'll have like a lot to look forward to with him my my take on on Bryce Young is similar to my take on CJ Stroud. They both look great on the field and you can see the promise in them. You can see the potential. You can see that they have uh, good mobility and they're able to like, they're good playmakers and they're able to scramble and, you know, extend the drive and extend the play. And they make great passes, but they're just not going to anyone. 
special yeah because of that like they're having to do that so often having to scramble and make those plays like that for nothing because the receivers don't catch the ball um yeah they 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 are not behind good o-lines and they don't have good weapons to throw to right now yeah and uh i you know i'll be rooting for i'll be rooting for all these young guys i'm a i'm a fan of the game so i (laughs) i want these guys to do good Mm -hmm. so um with uh cj stroud i the the one thing that i'll say about him in he got better as the preseason went on i thought um i thought that his ball placement especially got better and was honestly very good um and so i i think that i think that he'll be good as well i like stroud Mm. Um, we watched that uh, that last game against the Saints together, and he was yeah. he was he was downing dudes up. They just weren't catching him. Yeah, like there was back to back plays that that we saw where he you know he pocket collapses, he rolls out, he makes a play, extends the play, and he delivers a good ball, and it just isn't caught. Or yeah, isn't pulled down. hits the hands and nothing happens. Yeah, that's it. End of the drive. Yeah, but he's also playing with his other young players but yeah who what is the yeah. texans receiving pool looking <laughs> i was about to say it's not like the, the tank dell tank dell they got rid of nico collins oh wait no nico no, collins no, no nico collins is on the texans okay yeah. I, he he, he did drop one of those passes though oh, i know yeah. it was him yeah it was nico so it's not like it's not like there's like some first string wide receiver that the texans are uh panthers yeah no who was the like, uh who was the receiver the cowboys got uh, that was Brandon, Cooks? Yeah, Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. yeah, he's not even there on the Texans anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I would have liked to see what what uh what he looked like with Stroud. I thought that would have been think cool. Cooks and Stroud would have been pretty good. It would have been at least like a a good veteran receiver, like a blanket, a safety blanket for for CJ. But now he his safety blanket is Nico Collins and Tank Dell and John Mechie, and I'm like, oh, John Mechie. Yeah. yeah, I can't forget about him. Yeah, yeah, and you just. It's not. It's not an ideal situation for a quarterback, especially one who had the most ideal college situation ever. Yeah, that's that's the big thing with Stroud. Is I feel like Young will probably have the better season, but just because like that's that's just how he's like built. But Stroud, like it's just with the pressure of now being an NFL quarterback, can he keep up? Is the game going to stay the same speed for him? Because obviously it could be pretty, he could afford to be slower than he needed to being, uh, mm-hmm. he was uh, Ohio, State. Mm-hmm. Ohio State. That's what I thought. Um, and so, With yeah. Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave yeah. and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba and, and Marvin Harrison Jr. I was going to say Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, so yeah. like uh, Stroud had the best situation he could have had. So hopefully um, hopefully the, the Texans can pay this one off. Um, other rookie quarterbacks, and by that I mean... Uh, well, no, we have, we have two more on this list, but we're going to get to them later. Uh, Anthony Richardson. Personally, me going into this season... It's always the same thing with these Project QBs who are just incredible athletically, but just aren't quite there, like, on the game side. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've been all wrong. But seeing Richardson play in preseason has given me, 
I'm like, I'm I'm here for it, man. I'm here for Anthony Richardson. I saw okay. I there didn't was know if you were there yet. I'm no, yeah. I mean like it, it's so stupid because like even like his interception against the Bills, like or one of them, I I, I don't know how many he had, but on the one that he had, it was not a good decision at all. He should not have thrown <laughs> that ball. But if you fucking saw it, he's like He's, like, falling away on his back foot and, like, unleashes a dart right to the defender. But, like, man, man, did this... but man, was it bad? Man, was that a good ball? And it came out so, like, he's just such a natural, like, thrower of the ball and an athlete. And so, like, I, I expect good things for Richardson coming into the league if they give him some help. It's the same thing with all these quarterbacks. Yeah. If they get them some help, I I would love to see what they can do. I think Anthony Richardson has the best receiver out of the three, though. I, I, Michael I agree. Pittman. I agree. Michael Pittman. They also have... Um, uh, Alec Pierce? Yes, Alec Pierce. I like Alec Pierce Alec a lot. Great. Um, and so, yeah. And uh, and if they had the a good running game with Jonathan Taylor, like... I, I just I just see the vision for that team, but I think there's just I so think the much Colts drama. could be sneaky this year. I think they could. I I think I don't know. We, we, I, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that prediction. <laughs> I have I have my number. I mean, they're gonna be bad, but like I think they could be better than what people are anticipating. That's that's. I guess they kind of also just relies on Jonathan Taylor, and he's missing the first four games. So he's currently, am I? I? Yeah. So maybe not. Maybe I should take that back. Do you want to look up who their backup or who, what their running back room is like? I, I'd be curious. Is Marlon Mack still the backup? <laughs> no way. Is he even in the league still? I, so. I hope so, man. Uh, Marlon uh, Mack, what a name. No way. Wait, no, he was old. Right? Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's real old. Oh. Uh, Zach Moss, who was questionable. Oh, Deion, Deion Jackson. Jackson. Deion Jackson stepped up uh, whenever Taylor was hurt last year. And he, he, was, he, he wasn't he was a Jonathan Taylor by any means. But sure. he, was, he was still... Uh, decent okay work uh zach moss is a pretty good one as well zach moss yeah uh so yeah i mean i guess i guess they do have i i guess they do have warm bodies in that running back room <laughs> um which is why they should which is why they should pay jt um so i guess we can go through like these second year guys pretty fast we have love Pickett, and howell um love looked fine to me it like i don't know he 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 just looked looked like competent and i guess that's like that's fine after aaron rodgers leaves mm -hmm. you want at least competent play i the i've talked well i guess we can get to this with the packers later but i i think love i think love looked good i think pickett looked great during the preseason he he i was not a pickett believer I was not a picket believer at all. I was thinking Malik Willis should be a first round pick, if anyone. And we saw how that turned out. Um, so maybe Pickett can provide some stability to that to that admittedly very good uh, Steelers roster. Um, and I did not watch a single snap of Howell in the preseason. And I'm Sam not Howell has lie. a lot of hype coming out. Uh, if, if he lives up to about half the hype that he's getting right now, then Sam Howell will be a top twenty QB in the league at least, like Word. top fifteen. If he if he lives up to half dive, because uh like Ron Rivera, and all his teammates and everything like, 
it's 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 been nothing but praises from him and it's it's insane uh latest the latest thing i saw was a ron rivera interview where he said that him and his wife talk about sam howell all the time (laughs) (laughs) and and how he just complains about how uh he wishes he would have known how good howell was last year Mm -hmm. uh at the end of last year whenever carson wentz started like the week either 17 or 18 game when they were like one win out of the playoffs, oh, and yeah. threw like three interceptions and zero pit and zero touchdowns against uh, some awful team. I think it was like the Titans or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, it was it was not. And uh, I like I like the Steelers. Um, we can get more into them whenever we get to prediction predictions for sure. Yeah, other QBs I have on this list were Aiden O'Connell and Stetson Bennett. Um, Aiden O'Connell, fucking dog bro like man what can you say about that like had the best preseason out of any rookie i i like we we know what jimmy g is all right if jimmy g if the raiders are like oh and four oh and five start start him and i like what do you have to lose what do you have to lose exactly i know you just signed jimmy g but like who cares yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point i think what do you have to lose see what yeah. you got see yeah what you got. and also like it, it's just the it's just the gall that he had to throw some of those throws that he made i don't know if they will be completed against like nfl cornerbacks or <laughs> i guess they're all nfl quarterbacks but i mean like starting nfl quarterbacks i don't think he'll quite get away with some of the audacious throws that he was uh that he was attempting but i mean i like it he looked good and you can't argue with the with the results he had um stetson bennett as the rams uh as the one of the only quarterbacks who played for the rams in the preseason i gotta say i was incredibly underwhelmed i guess i don't really know what i was expecting but like i was expect like the rams and i guess i'll talk about the rams preseason now but uh the rams depth is not good it is very bad and we lost every one of our preseason games by like by like at least 20 points or something like that it was not not that like preseason means anything that's all my takeaway was is just that our depth is not good and so i think that's a fair uh a fair thing to say whenever you're getting blown out in preseason games um and watching it felt like every time i was looking at the like if i like stopped paying attention for one moment the defense was back on the field and i'm like what are we doing like are we not trying to score points where is this where is this Stetson Bennett guy? Isn't he supposed to have, like, a bunch of experience because he's, like, 40 years old as a rookie now? Like, <laughs> I don't I don't understand what's going on. Um, so, that's just my take. Hopefully, we won't have to see him this season. Uh, but the, w- the one shining light that I saw from the Rams preseason, his name is Trey Tomlinson. Let me tell you what. He was a sixth-round draft pick <laughs> out of TCU. <laughs> And, um, he's an undersized corner. He's, like, 5'7", five, 5'8", five, but he fucking plays, like, he, he plays amazing. And I, his tackling ability is great. Um, he didn't really, like, I didn't see very good, like, coverage reps, but 
everywhere like he was all over the field i saw him everywhere and so um before literally today when i was looking at the rams roster he was listed as the backup to kobe durant who was our uh really promising rookie from last year um but now he's our backup like rights cornerback uh be and that's a little bit weird because i think he's a little bit more of a of a nickel guy um he would be playing in that like star role that jalen ramsey played in last year um which i thought which i think he would be very good in but i guess i i don't really want to see outside cornerback mm -hmm. reps from him but uh that's all i have to say about the rams um teams with the depth the steelers have crazy fucking depth and i think you saw that in their preseason mm -hmm. Um, they just did super well during the preseason. And they, so. they were starting most of their starters, though, which I, I respected. Mike yeah. Domino, he, he said the thing, um, you got to spar before you can box. And, okay, you know, we're. Yeah, you know, I, you, you're not going to have, like, your stars out there unless you're a super young team mm -hmm. and, like, kind of unproven, like, what the Steelers are. Yeah. Ones, especially ones with potential like that. You got you to gotta shake off the rust. You got you to gotta get those reps in while they're they're still fresh and still trying to like get acquainted to everything. And I think that's like the Steelers are the perfect team to be doing something like that. Like there's other young teams. Like I, you consider the Bengals a younger team right. and um, stuff like that, but you're not going to see Joe Burrow out there in, yeah. in like a preseason game getting in reps. Like, cause you don't need that. Then and yeah. he's, he's, he's playing at an MVP level, but like when you have people that are up and coming and like have so much promise and like, they just need to to be able to mesh well and get that system going. I think that it's I think it's I think it's a great uh, a great move by Tomlin. Yeah, I uh, I mean I think I know what will happen with the Steelers, but I don't really know what will happen with the Steelers just because the roster is good. I just don't know how the how they'll how they'll stack up against everyone else. But we'll, we'll get into it whenever. It oh, gets for sure. I'm excited too. I like um, the receivers in. I, the I receivers. do too. Yeah, Dante Johnson and and George, George Pickens. Pickens. I love George Pickens. Uh, I've I've become a big George Pickens fan. Yeah. Uh, I I I mean I've I've loved him since last year. I mean he he makes he makes spectacular plays. He he's good for like those those uh those few just crazy contested catches. Like he's he he's a one trick pony where it's where it's. I'm gonna high point this ball and I'm gonna win the catch over you. It's yeah. a contested catch, but it's it's my it's leaning towards me. I I read his percentage the other day. His contested catch percentage is seventy percent. Ooh, that's the highest. It's the highest in the league. That's, that's the highest. Insane. Seventy percent of the time, if you just throw a ball up in the air, George Pickens is coming down with it. That's and insane. like yeah, I mean that's all I gotta hear. I mean <laughs> I also really like George Pickens, yeah. and so I think that I think that he's. I think he's gonna be really good mm. this year. It's just a matter of how that style, that play style, is gonna work with yeah. like, the Steelers' offense, and if Mike Tomlin's gonna want to do that multiple times a game, like Eric. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, speaking of other receivers, uh, there's been a lot of good receivers coming out of this preseason. Just seeing the flashes, DJ Moore, always like that guy. I think DJ Moore is the truth. I think that we'll we'll get into we'll get into the Bears later, but yeah, yeah. I think DJ Moore was 
the was the addition the Bears needed to make. Um, and uh, Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson, all I had to do was see that one touchdown throw. I was sold, man. That's it. That's all I needed to see. I've I've loved Garrett Wilson since his first game in the league. Uh, he had like. He, he and Joe Flacco single-handedly came back against the, I believe it was the Browns in that week week one Jets game, um, where it was a crazy comeback win, where I think Garrett Wilson had like two touchdowns in that game. Like, it was, that made me a, that made me a Garrett Wilson truther. So, I have the, uh, I have the divisions in order of like the fandom here. Uh, so... Starting off with the NFC West, I have the 49ers winning the division. I have the Seahawks coming in second. I have the Rams coming in third. And I have the Cardinals coming in dead last. And I mean, that's, that's, I think that's how most people are going to have this division ranked. Yeah. Uh, when you have a powerhouse like the Niners are right now, and then an absolute garbage tier team in the cardinals then then you got those two pretty pretty well stacked out and the seahawks they they were great last year and they did nothing but improve yeah they, they had an amazing draft they they knocked it out of the park they had one of my favorite drafts uh of the year with devon weatherspoon mm -hmm. and uh jsn going in the first round i mean if you get both you get the best arguably the best uh corner and wide receiver in the league or in the in the draft both in the first round, you're gonna improve. That's just yeah. I mean, that's what the Jets did when they got Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner, and now it's the Seahawks, and they had their turn of doing the same thing. And then the Rams, you know, they they got their win, they got their uh, Super Bowl. All right, I gotta step in and, <laughs> and do my Rams narrative because that's all I fucking hear around these parts is that the Rams got their Super Bowl, they went all in. And this is the, we're just reaping the consequences. I gotta tell you a little something about last year. Do you know what I was thinking uh, before the season started? I thought we were going back to back, baby. And I'll tell you why, because that team was still really good. Uh, we just started a record number of offensive linemen uh, combinations, like through the first like 12 or 13 weeks. Each week was a different starting offensive lineman. That's why I know names like fucking AJ Akuri or whatever. <laughs> because, like, we were starting dudes off the street, and then they got injured. So, mm -hmm. it was it was not... And then Stafford was injured. Donald was injured. Cup was injured. We were having Baker Mayfield throwing passes out there, which admittedly... He that, won that game. He won that game. That game against the Raiders I was... I to hear you play. Oh, man. <laughs> he that won was, that game for you. <laughs> that was one of the best games I've ever seen, man. I. It was just... It was... If... I don't know who out there have been fans of, like, mid-teams or bad teams, but it, I'm sure you all have a story about, like, the one game that you won that was... That gave you life. That, that game against the Raiders was truly something special. Um, my take about the Rams this season is that I think the offense is going to be, if everyone stays healthy, I think it's going to be not as good as 2021, but I think it's at least like a plateau there. I don't think it's going to be too much worse. I don't see it getting better. Um, we have... 
I really like the way that Sean McVay has been using Ben Skoranek uh, as like a fullback wide receiver hybrid. I think that's going to give him some really good mismatches in coverage. Um, I really like our rookie Puka Nakua, um, who when healthy has been really fucking good. I think he's going to play a similar role to what Robert Woods did for us. He's just like a big body. He'll be blocking. He's going to get like those yak yards. And I think that like, he's also like a big dude. So he'll like, he'll be able to like bully guys into the end zone. Like I specifically remember seeing a play of his in college where like the, the corner had the angle on him and he just like ran through him. So I was like, that's really cool. Um, defense, though, is where we run into uh, is where we run into the suspectness <laughs> of the Rams roster. We drafted seventeen rookies this year uh, and signed some undrafted free agents. Basically, there's a lot of new faces in the in the Rams building, um, and especially on defense because that's where most of the guys uh, left. Um, like I said, I really like uh, Trey Tomlinson, um, uh, Byron Young out of Tennessee. We drafted in the third round. I I like him. I think that anyone who is playing on the who is rushing the passer alongside of Aaron Donald is going to get some good production. So I'm hoping to see that from him. Um, I know there's I know there's other dudes on this on this Rams roster that I might be free. Oh, Steve Avila, who who's a guard for uh for also TCU. I think he's gonna fit right in as a starter, and I think he's gonna help with that much aligned O line that uh we we had last year. And so while I'm not expecting anything, I don't think we'll be better than the Seahawks, unfortunately, because the Seahawks are just that good. Geno Smith is just that good. And I think he'll do it again. And I think, like like Joby was saying, like I think no one is going to throw for any yards on them because of their cornerbacks. Um, and I believe they addressed the defensive line um, in free agency slash, uh, slash the draft. And so I think that uh, I, I I do think that the Seahawks defense is going to be really good, and I just I just don't see uh, a world where in the in the NFC, which is not uh, the better of the two conferences, I don't see how they don't make it into the playoffs. I have them going five and twelve. The Seahawks, uh, the the Rams. Oh, um, <laughs> I, like, I have really... the Seahawks. I have the Seahawks going uh, ten and seven, but I. And like five and twelve, you look at it, and it's a very, it's a very sad looking stat line, and I'm sure Drew hates that take. But the bottom line is, someone has to lose the games, and yeah. and it's not, it's not an easy schedule. It's not an easy schedule. Uh, someone has to lose the games, and I, I'm even, uh, I, I let this man influence me to be <laughs> a Rams like at least supporter or believer. And I'm looking at the their schedule, and I'm just, it's it's not it's not the best schedules, and I, I, I that someone has to lose the games, and unfortunately, I think it's going to beat the Rams, no, even though I love Cooper Cup and I love Matthew Stafford, and I I think they have they have potential on offense for sure. It's the the defense is just too suspect. Uh, their running back room isn't great. 
Cam Akers has just not really performed at the level that you would like to see. And we have we have other good backs in that room. I the like our back. NFL fan cannot name a Rams defensive player outside of Aaron Donald. I mean that's that's <laughs> fair. I mean we just don't we just don't have the names like mm-hmm. we used to. So I so I think that's I think that's that's what it's gonna come down to. It's just defense wins games and theirs has has taken a beating over the past couple of years. And I also I before I just went in and changed their record, I also had them at five and twelve. Mm. Um, right now I have them at six and eleven. So, uh, <laughs> I, like, no, five and twelve nah, is a little, way too <laughs> I just, a little too. I just don't see a world where we can't like, at least like score the like last touchdown that we need to, or like mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think five and twelve is definitely leaning more towards their floor than their ceiling. Yeah, I, I'd say I'd say floor is like four and uh, thirteen, and ceiling is around. Seven and ten, seven and ten, maybe eight and nine. I think they go uh, eight and nine. A, a few flu games. I think that's definitely possible. I mean, if you start counting for flu games, though, we could be here all day. <laughs> every every team can can get whatever record they want. Well, if we're talking about if we're talking about ceilings, I'm giving my my Rams nine and eight personally. But uh, I mean, that's not anything to be proud of. Yeah. We can move on from the NFC West, though. I've I've talked enough about my Rams. I, know, I knew you I, were gonna have a lot to say. Yeah, the Seahawks winning that division. Really? Oh, really? yeah. I yeah, did have the Niners take. I had the Niners at first, but then I was like, I feel like they gotta come down to earth at some point. I mean, they do have a really good system, and they have Christian McCaffrey. They have Kyle Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan as their coach. But like, I'm really, I like I like Geno. I like Jackson Smith and Jigba. I like. Uh, Kenneth Walker, mm-hmm. um, and they have a, a great backup behind him with uh, Zach. Uh, Zach Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Yeah, yeah, Charbonnet is supposed to be good. Um, they have a good defense. Legion of Boom 2.0 is what people are saying. Who about says it. no, bro? Like, who, and who says the Seahawks can't make a I, cheeky I like little it. run? I like it. I, I like the take. Um, I don't think it's out of the question at all, especially with how like suspect the Niners' uh, quarterbacking has been. If you I mean, want a NFC West insider take about this, the NFC West typically has a rock, paper, scissors as a uh, relation to each other. And the Seahawks beat the 49ers in that, uh, in that rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals are not in the rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> by the way. They are, they are the team that everyone beats up on. They are the hand that gets hit by the rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah. We, um, the... The Rams beat the Seahawks. Uh, although I, I have a, I have a splitting. So that's that's mm-hmm. as far as the rock paper scissors goes. Expect expect the Rams to win one game against the Seahawks. All right, you heard it here first. Yeah, it, it always happens. I mean, division rival division games are always big. Uh, they 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 make or break a team, and it's you know, it doesn't matter what your team's looking like. It, it'll always change. Uh, there, there's always just weird rivalry, rivalries that way. But yeah, we can move on. Uh, so wait, so speaking of good rivalries, good rivalries, yes. Uh, and teams that will get just an absolutely bloodthirsty division. Teams that go for the throat every time in the NFC South. Uh, you know, we can start with the bottom. How about that? But sure. every season, every division. So, um, 
in fourth place for me, I have the books. I do as well. Uh, let me. I was gonna say, there's no way that is your current. No, prediction. yeah. No, that was that was last year. Okay, I was like, no way. You okay, we the go. Falcons in last. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, go ahead, the Buccaneers in first. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, no. Um, oh man, did Tom Brady go out of retirement again? I yeah, I also <laughs> have the Buccaneers in last place. Although I mean, like. They made they won the division last year. Now they have Baker Mayfield, so proven winner. Yikes. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm low key a, a a Baker apologist. I'm not gonna lie. He, he he has not gotten gotten over it yet. Even, even before he was on the Rams, but yeah, it's you, fine. You, you I, deep mean, down inside, I will need some Baker because I'm the OU guy, but. I do think that the, the Bucks will be the worst team in this division. Yeah. They they are they are paying the all-in price that uh, they went in for that Super are, Bowl. Not that either of our teams would change anything, but that's yeah. just where they're at. And the Bucks, I think, are one of the biggest contenders in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Mm -hmm. uh, in my rankings, I did have them with the lowest record in oh, the league. Oh shit! Uh, I I don't know how I came to this, but I had them going two and fifteen. Sure. That I was going through the schedules and like. There's just there's just not many things that there's just not many games that I saw them winning. I have them going zero and seventeen. Oh. This is the, my, mine are not as refined as Joby's. They're just kind of like a rough a rough estimate. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they are mm -hmm. at the bottom of the division. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, in third place, I have the Falcons. Uh, oh, I have the Panthers. I I also think the Panthers will. I in in my predictions here they are tied at seven and ten and mm, it seems like the Panthers got the tiebreaker on that one, but I do think the Falcons are a better team than the Panthers. Um, they just have too much talent on offense for me to not go with them. They're just the shiny new toy. They got Bijan. They got Drake London. They got Kyle Pitts. They got Desmond Ritter, maybe. Um, <laughs> And oh, and they also have like Cordell Patterson and Tyler Algier on in their running back room. Like, how can you not? Mm -hmm. And their offensive line is good. It literally is is Desmond Ritter him. I guess we will find out. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I might be letting my Falcons uh, hate by that a little bit. <laughs> <That's valid. laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. the The Falcons and Panthers are really close, in my opinion. I I think Falcons, Panthers, and Saints are all going to be like a game apart each. Um and. I, I don't know. It's something about Bryce Young, I think, that really sways mm -hmm. the needle for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not a Desmond Ritter believer. I don't think that he has shown anything. And, like, granted, neither is Bryce Young, but, like, I don't think that Desmond Ritter will be able to, to get a efficient enough passing team to get anything done other than just the ground game which they're they're, they're gonna have an amazing uh rushing, rushing yeah attack. like their their yeah. their run game will be probably top five in the league but if you just don't have a great uh passing like at least an efficient passing offense to balance that out yeah. and some sort of defense to to go with that as well um it's just kind of hard to make that work and also i like the uh panthers coaching more i think frank Wright mm. has potential and i think that he is able to get his guys and get his system going i think he can he can do some stuff 
that's honestly really fair i didn't i didn't consider the the coaching mm-hmm. in in my take that's uh, the main thing that i guess swayed me uh, bryce young and frank frank reich are the two things that i thought about and i was like yeah i'm putting the panthers one above the falcons that's valid the my thing putting the falcons above the panthers was that who is he going to be thrown to bryce young uh adam thielen uh uh, adam uh retirement home thielen dj chark i thought they cut him no way no i thought i i thought i thought something where he he got cut he was like the number one receiver uh jonathan mingo as well Oh, they do have Jonathan Mingo, but he's uh, a rookie, no, no, right? They did not yeah, have DJ Chark, but he did, is dealing with a hamstring injury. No, oh, maybe that's no, what I'm thinking of. No. Yeah, yeah, the Panthers are not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the although although Cooper Cup was also dealing with a hamstring injury, so maybe I'm just being biased. But the uh, I just the a receive the receiving room that we just went through does not move me i was low-key a little bit of a dj chart truther whenever he was in jacksonville yeah but uh i just don't really see anything for that panthers offense aside aside from like joby said the running game um now i think that the panthers defense is pretty good um which is basically like if the falcons and panthers put their rosters together they're winning a super bowl uh, but that's just, they're just two different teams, so they can't do that. Uh, <laughs> do we have any more takes about the about the NFC South before we move uh, on? I got the Falcons oh, over yeah. the Saints. Oh, shit. I, did, but I, I just glanced over and I saw that. And uh, I really but I think game. that'll be very close between them. I did, I did all my predictions solely based off of vibes, mm-hmm. like, before mm-hmm. recording this, but... um. That's fine. I, I I think I like the Falcons a little bit better. I just I think the Saints have the best defense in the in the division. I think we have the best quarterback in the division as of right now. I mean Bryce Young has the most potential for sure. Uh, and but I think Bryce, Derek Carr is the best st- stable quarterback right now. We have the best uh, receiving room with Chris Olave. If Michael Thomas stays healthy, then we have the best receivers in the league. Or in the division. I mean the Buck I mean the Bucks are a bad team, but yeah. they got some great receivers. They they have an old Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I Mike guess. Evans has gone for a thousand yards every year he's been in the league, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, that's about to stop. <laughs> if you think he's getting a thousand with Mike Ev- or with uh, Baker Mayfield throwing to you to him, then no, I'm taking the under. Is, is on Baker that. Mayfield going to throw for over or under a thousand <laughs> yards? <laughs> I think he's going to throw over, and I guess they're all going to going to him. They're all going to Mike. I guess yeah. they're all going they're to Mike all Evans. Going to Mike Evans. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Anyway, well, between the Falcons, Panthers, and Saints, the Saints have the best receiving core, undoubtedly. Um, we have the best tight end group in the in that. Well, actually, Kyle Pitts. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make that claim. I mean, room though. I feel like the Saints I, have a good. Really, yeah. When it comes to depth, we have the best depth. Jimmy there. Graham. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Jimmy, talking Jimmy about Graham. preseason. Oh Jimmy Graham. God. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> I've never. I've never had a single play make me feel more like I was 13 again. <laughs> I, I, I was, and I, it was, it was all of a sudden, Jimmy Graham caught a preseason touchdown pass. And all of a sudden it was 2010. And I was in my, my, my living room watching Saints games and, and watching Drew Brees dime up Jimmy Graham. And it was amazing. 
Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to a couple of those this season. I don't think he's gonna do anything special. I'm I'm thinking three is the max, three or four, but yeah. those those three or four will be special. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Jawan Johnson will be amazing. Taysom Hill, you gotta love him. Uh, he's just what a guy, just a weapon. Uh, and it's 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 always fun seeing what the Saints do with him and how how we uh how we basically are able to make plays uh involving him. And, yeah, I mean, I know our defensive line is a little suspect, but I think our secondary and our linebacking group more than make up for it. Uh, the run defense is a little suspect. Um, that's that's the main thing we're going to have to try and work through. Hopefully, we can get Brian Brissett to develop into more of a run blocker because what I saw from him in preseason wasn't the best. Uh, he was very hit or miss. I think it was a lot of just adjusting. And which is fair. I mean, he's a rookie. He hasn't played in a while. He's went through a lot in college. So that's going to be a lot to try and adjust for. Cam Jordan's pretty old. A lot of our defensive linemen are just not that, like, uh, great. That's <laughs> <laughs> just valid. It's just as simple Valid's as that. Uh, they, it's, it's raw and it needs to be shaped. But I think there's definitely potential. And I think it's enough to where we can win the division pretty easily. I think so too. That's I think fair. their roster all around is is the best in the in the in the division. Yeah. I think when it comes to cornerbacks, our cornerback duo, Marshall Lattimore and Alante Taylor, I think I think by the end of the season, people will be saying it's a top three cornerback duo. I think I think it's right up there with almost any of them right now. I mean, think of the best cornerback duo you can right now. It's Sauce Gardner and uh and DJ Reed, whether that's uh uh, Tariq Woolen or Devon Witherspoon. Uh, I think Marshall Lattimore and Alante Taylor are up there with all of them. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard shot at them as well. Yeah, although it, it did suck to see that he got injured yeah. before the season started. I would have loved to see that Miami defense with, with Jalen Ramsey in it. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll still get to see it in the, in the late season, I oh, think. Yeah. And oh, possibly yeah. playoffs. We'll see. Possibly playoffs. How long is uh, Alvin Kamara suspended for? Uh, three games. Okay. Oh, that's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. And Kendrick Miller, I loved what I saw from him in the preseason. I think him and Jamal Williams will be serviceable in the time being. Sick. Um, yeah. I mean, and... Jamal Williams just broke the touchdown record, so yeah. I think that he'll be pretty good. And it's not like we have a, a bad pass uh, offense. I'm not like we have a bad pass game. If Michael Thomas can stay healthy while Evan Kamara is out, at least just stay healthy those three games. <laughs> they were good. So they were good. Just stay healthy those three games. That's all we need from UNC. That's all we need. It's so funny. Uh, but yeah. And then, so yeah, oh, man. I have uh, the two and I have Dane's uh, yeah. Not not a very big discrepancy, but yeah, that's that's just my ranking. Um, so for the NFC East, what do you? How do we feel about this? I in fourth place, I have the Commanders. I also have the Commanders. Me as well. I feel like that one's pretty. They have a lot of promise, and their defense is great. I think so too. But they're also they're just in an insane division. Yeah, it's just it's a tough one, and they're playing the NFC East plays the AFC East this this season which it's the the scheduling people like i said earlier a team has to lose games someone's gonna lose the games and if i'm choosing between all the teams in the afc and nfc east i'm choosing the commanders to lose the most games yeah i have them losing the same games in my in my uh in my predictions which makes the giants in the lowest place 
Um, but uh, personally, I think the talent on offense for the Giants are just a little bit better than the Commanders. Although I love Terry McLaurin, I love Jahan Dotson. I think they, I think those two dudes are. Shout out Curtis Samuel as well. He's on the team. Yeah, he's Shout there. I, I, <laughs> sorry, sorry. To, <laughs> no, no, I did not mean for uh, Curtis Samuel to catch strays there. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm very high on Jahan Dotson. He does his role. I like Jahan Dotson a lot. Uh, I do love Jahan Dotson as well. I like Curtis Daniel last year, like, had, like, an out-of-body experience for a few <laughs> weeks. Do y'all remember that? Like, didn't he, like, go crazy? For, Curtis like, Samuel, a, I think he did have, like, like, a few games where he was, like, where he was, like, wide receiver, like, fantasy wide receiver, like, five. Damn. For, like, a few weeks. And it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the people who were starting Curtis Samuel <laughs> those games. Uh, he must have really won you some won you some games. And shout out to the people who traded for him, and then he immediately <laughs> did nothing again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's got to be awful. That's got to feel real bad. Yeah. Um, and so personally, I like I like the Commanders as a team more than the Giants, but I do think the Giants roster is just better. I I like I think the Giants roster is better, and I think the Giants coaching is better. That's why I have them at three. That's true. Yeah, they do I also have the Giants at three. I mean, the their coach just won Coach of the Year. Uh, they uh, their quarterback is improving. They have a great running back weapon in Saquon Barkley. They got they added talent in the receiving room with Darren Waller and Jalen Hyatt. They they just improved on offense and their defense is just a year older. And normally that's not a great thing. Like if you said that about like the Bills defense or something, yeah. you're like that's kinda rough. But with the Giants off or defense, the average age has gotta be like twenty three for Damn. their for their defense. It's insane yeah. when you look at their uh, how young and like undeveloped their their team is, but like it's still full of just dudes yeah it's and i think that shout out dexter lawrence shout out dexter lawrence and uh they they just i think they have a lot of promise and they can really make something special there if they just keep getting that experience and keep having good coaching um but yeah i think after that second place i have the cowboys yeah i wanted to put the cowboys here but i couldn't i put the eagles <laughs> but i think <laughs> I think it's a toss-up between them. The Cowboys definitely have, like, m maybe the best defense in the whole NFL. I don't know. It's up um, there for sure. And there. I don't know. I feel like their offensive firepower is pretty good, too. I feel like Tony Pollard's going to have a crazy year. I think they're just going to run him into the ground, but I think he's going to have a great efficiency as well. CeeDee Lamb is that guy. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah. Brandon Cooks, Brandon Brandon Cooks, Cooks good, underrated. Good I think that I think that uh, I want to see CD Lamb doing his work in the middle of the field and like getting all the yards in the middle of the field. And Brandon Cooks is just going to take the top off the defense to let that happen. Mm -hmm. And people are going to forget. People people always for people have forgotten about Brandon Cooks. They always mind do. you. He's gone for. I believe a thousand again a thousand yards in every season. I, I'm pretty sure every season um, that he's been in the league. I I don't know one of the years on the Texans maybe he was injured or like something didn't quite go right. But now that he's off of the the Texans, I do think that I do think that he's gonna do really well. And he's played for a lot of teams, and for every team that he's played for, he's gotten at least one thousand yard season. I believe he he holds the record. Or what one of the records for the most traded for a first round pick player? Because <laughs> uh, he was traded for a first round pick to 
the Patriots, uh, to the Rams, and also to... Probably not. We didn't get a fucking first back for Brandon Cooks. I wish we did. He was worth a first mm-hmm. back when yeah. he was with us. But um, yeah, I I think that I think that Cowboys roster. If you to go along with your take, Matthew, is that the person the team who's won the division in the NFC East has changed every year since like twenty or I can't even say two thousand oh three. Oh yeah. And so, I mean, like, with the weird magic that is the NFC East, I do believe in weird divisional magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, maybe I should just have the Cowboys at the top <laughs> of the list. But I just can't, just because the Eagles are just that team. Yeah, it's just, it's, I have the Eagles at one. Uh, they're just so dominant. I mean, we, we, we saw what they could do in the Super Bowl last year. They proved that they were meant to be there. They had an easy-ass schedule. Yeah, they did have an easy schedule, but, like, they, they put up a fight in that in that last game. That's for, that's for sure. They, they they showed that they weren't as fraudulent as a lot of people were saying. And... Like, like I was saying, honestly, <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. I didn't think that the Eagles were, were real until the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I a lot of people doubted it, and I did as well, where I was like, I just don't see it. But, I mean, Jalen Hurts is that guy. Yeah. A.J. Brown is... An insane talent. Devontae Smith is one of the best wide receiver twos in the league. Um and that's not that's not that's saying awesome. that's not saying that he's a wide receiver two. He's just the best player in the league that happens to also be a wide receiver two. Yeah. He happens to be on a team with a top like top seven wide receiver ahead of him. So that's just unfortunate because Devontae Smith on a lot of other teams would be a wide receiver, wide receiver one. one. On the Panthers. <laughs> um and then the Eagles defense is just it's it's killer. It's and they drafted fucking Jalen Carter they in the first Jaylen round. Carter. God damn. They, they they just they just can't stop winning. I don't understand. Have, <laughs> I yeah, I, I want them to not get a lucky break just once. <laughs> um all right. But yeah. I, I think I think it's the Eagles division to lose. It definitely is. So we're gonna talk about the NFC North now. Yeah, NFC North. Um and, <laughs> and uh last place. I I'll, we'll just start with there again. In last place for me, I have Packers. The Packers. Yeah. I also have the Packers in last place. Mm-hmm. I am not a Packers believer. <laughs> I just I'm not a Jordan Love believer either. I I just don't know, bro. Like <laughs> like too many uncertainties. No, they have they have literally the cheapest in offense in the NFL this year. Uh, like they're, Damn. they're it's. Because, I mean, they don't have, like, any superstar talent, really. I mean, Aaron Jones is great. I love Aaron yeah. Jones. He's he's a great talent. Uh, but, like, their wide receivers are 22-year-old Christian Watson. And I don't know how old he is. I'm pretty sure he's that. He's pretty close he's, to there. Yeah. Uh, Christian Watson. And, like, they don't even have Alan Lazard anymore. So, it's like Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Jordan Love, who hasn't proven anything and someone give his mom some good tea <laughs> no literally what are they oh. doing bro yeah i i think Jayden that the... reed is their wide receiver three yeah and who Jaden reed oh and then luke musgraves that's starting tight end oh is, yeah is i guess he'll get some catches I've, I've heard good things about luke musgraves i don't know what i'm saying 
I will uh, say the uh, the Packers uh, defense isn't bad. I mean, they got they got dudes on that defense. Yeah, Sean Gary, uh, Kenny Clark is a good one. I'm looking at looking at some people. Make sure I don't forget anybody. Uh, Quay Walker, Jair Alexander, obviously Darnell Savage is in that backfield. Oh, talking about uh, best or, wide uh, receiver duos or cornerback uh, duos, uh, him and uh, Kevin King. You guys yeah. remember that? That that's that's a good one. That was that was a joke. Kevin King was not very good, and Packers fans really hated him. Was Kevin King not good? No, I yeah, Kevin King was not good. At least to... I believe it was either last year or the year before that that Packers fans were really lighting up Kevin King. But uh, I guess yeah. I didn't pay attention to Packers. No, it's it's all. okay. Yeah. It's okay. Kevin King, it's okay. They, you didn't know the the they second. Do have, they do have a guy on, in the secondary though. Uh, Rasul Douglas is who I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's he's a guy. Yeah, he is a guy. Um, so, in second place... Or, you mean third? third. Oh, in third place... I got the Vikings. I also have the Vikings. I have the Bears. Ooh. So, the Vikings had the worst point differential in the league last year. I don't know how don't, they won that many fucking I games. I, I, think, I think you're getting something wrong. I think it was the worst point differential... By a winning team. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. They, it's like they didn't have the worst point <laughs> differential in the league. <laughs> yeah, I know they 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 were like the only one that had a negative point differential that was still a winning team. You're right. Yes, that is part it. of that was because they got blown out by like 50 points by the Cowboys. Um, oh my, god. that is that, that is true. Great. Yeah, that was very. And they won true. a lot of one score games, and like I'm, I, I I have the Vikings at two. Um, I I love Justin Fields. I love DJ Moore. And I think that they really are going to have something special this year in Chicago. But the defense is just so bad. The the, the Bears defense is so bad. The, yeah. Uh, there's just not much they can do there. And... What about the Vikings defense? And the Bears last year, literally, I I think the people last, people are thinking, like, yes, the Bears got better. People are thinking that last year the Bears were like a, like, 7, 16 win. They were like a 3 or 14 win. How many wins? They had had the worst, they had had three wins. They had the number one pick. They had the worst record in the league. They had the number one pick. How are they going to go from the worst record in the league to like? Because like to beat the to beat the Vikings out in this division, you have to win. I think minimum like eight or nine games. I think they could win nine games. I, I do not. That's low key where I have them at. They haven't. They didn't get the additions to do that. DJ Moore is not a six win differential. <laughs> I so just so if, if, he, if DJ Moore is a six win differential wide receiver, then Justin Jefferson is a ten win. Differential. He is. <laughs> he is. He literally is. That's true, that's he was true. getting MVP talks, like that's dark true. horse MVP talks, which low key, like maybe, yeah. Give give it to him one of these days. I'd be okay with that. I will say too, the Vikings schedule start off is kind of a little rocky. They play Philadelphia week one, and then the Chargers, and then Carolina. That should be dub. Kansas City. That could be a sneaky loss though. Like, <laughs> I can see it. It's man. a trap week. Yeah, I know it literally um, is. October fifteenth, they play Chicago, so we'll see. And Ooh, then they got San Francisco, Green Bay. That should be a dub. Um, Atlanta and then New Orleans and then so on and so forth. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, so, I, 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 there's gonna be improvement on the Bears team for sure. 
but I don't think it's enough to get them above the Vikings and above Justin Jefferson. And I think the Bears hype has just gotten a little bit out of hand. I love them. I love Justin Fields. I think he has unlimited potential. And I think their connection, his connection with DJ Moore is going to be amazing to watch. Don't think that it's going to be enough to get them second place in the division. Well, I think the Vikings have been a poverty team forever. One of the, I believe they are the oldest team without a Super Bowl. Sorry, Vikings fans. Didn't mean to make you catch strays there, but uh, I I think the defense is just not good in Minnesota, and that's that's the huge reason why they've lost their games in their recent history. Um, and I don't really see how the magic from last year of winning all these like one score games and being a winning team with a negative point differential like i just don't see i just i just see heavy heavy regression from this team um and the team that's on the up and up right now are the bears like i've been a justin fields believer since day one i think that he should have been drafted above both zach wilson and trey lance um, which is easy to say now, but I, I said it at the time as well, but, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I, I just am a huge Justin Fields believer. I think that DJ Moore is the addition they needed to make. I really like Darnell Mooney. Uh, they like Cole Komet down there a lot, but I don't think they're going to use him like a receiving tight end, which is okay. Give him more, give him more protection. Uh, I think the Bears O-line has looked good. Uh, they have a really good running back room. They got, uh, they got Khalil Herbert. They got Roshan Johnson, who looked incredible during the preseason. Um, just think that that, I just, I just see good things for the Bears. Their defense, I will, I just, it's not good. It's not. And it won't be good, but I think that, um, the Vikings defense is also not good. And that's what I'll say about it. So, um, I don't know. I just, for me, last thing I'll say about this is the Bears started here and they started at the bottom and the Vikings started at the top of the division. <laughs> I don't think, I, while I do agree, the Vikings are going to take a step down and the Bears are going to take a step up. I don't think they're going to, it's going to be that much of a difference to where they switch. I, I, I just don't see that happening. I ju- I'm just, I'm just a Justin Fields believer. I think he will take I that too. step. I am too. I think he'll be, like, a top... I guess I don't know what number he'll be. I think he'll be, like, maybe top 12 quarterback in the league. I mean, that's what I see. And he'll be at least a top 5 fantasy, like, uh, quarterback. So, Mm -hmm. not that that means anything, but because he was also a top 5 quarterback last year, but in in fantasy, that is. Um, But we, at the top of this... Do we? Oh, I guess we all have the Lions. We Lions have division. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go Lions, baby. Go Lions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, they have a great offense. They have a great. Uh, they have a great team. That they they have a great culture. Uh, Dan Campbell is one of my favorite coaches in the league just yep. because of his energy. Uh, I mean, they they have amazing weapons on offense. They have um, they have Jared Goff, who like he's he's a guy who can go out there and get you wins. He can get you oh, to yeah. the Super Bowl, as we saw with the Rams. Oh, yeah. He can get you to the Super Bowl. Uh, and I think he's even better. I think he's in a great situation right now, and he, he almost—he feels like a better player now than he was even with the Rams. Yeah. I think he's more fine, and I think he's more comfortable in the pocket. Um, 
and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, amazing talent. Uh, yep. Jamison Williams, when he comes back from suspension, is supposed to be amazing still. Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. Rookie running back. David Montgomery. They drafted him high for a reason. I think he. I think he's got to have something special there, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Um, they don't have TJ Hawkinson anymore, sadly. Um, yeah. He's a Viking now? He is a Viking now. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know who their starting tight end is over there, though. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, let's see. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But, um... Yeah, I mean the the Lions, they just they they win games. They put up numbers and they win games, and they proved that last year. Sam Laporta is their starting tight end. Oh, he's, he's a rookie. rookie. Yeah. Jinx. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, I guess I guess we'll see what happens. I believe this this uh, this class was a deep tight end class, so I think we'll see a lot of I think we'll see a lot of good talented tight ends from this class. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, like the the Lions, they're on the. They're on the up and up, mm -hmm. so I think that uh, I think that's what's I think they're gonna finally pay it off with a playoff run, um, and so I I like the Lions. I've always had a I've always had a a crush on the Lions because I was always a Matthew Stafford truther, which you know I was proven right when that trade happened, and I also was also a Jared Goff believer for the longest time until. I think it was until like 2020 when I was like, all right, I just can't defend this man anymore on the Rams. Um, but I'm I'm so glad that he's he's balling out in Detroit because the the way that I see it is that like uh, Sean McVay was like a helicopter head coach and was really like making sure that like he was executing the system correctly and didn't really get. A chance to like develop him that much mm -hmm. but dan campbell seems like the kind of coach who really believes in his guys and i think that i think that jared goff found that within himself in detroit with dan campbell and the amazing talent that they have over there so i think that makes sense i, I like that analogy of like uh shami bay has a system that he knows and he wants to implement that system because it's a good system it's a yeah. damn good system yeah. and uh it wins games but Dan Campbell seems more like the type where he likes to play to his, his player strengths. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's really good at that. And I think he has a lot of players that have great strengths that he can play off of. And Absolutely. I believe in that team. I think uh, they got some guys on defense too, Aiden Hutchinson, CJ Gardner-Johnson. Mm -hmm. uh, just name a couple. Uh, those CJ Gardner-Johnson is a good addition. And Aiden Hutchinson, just get, get one year older and... And be better. He be he better. already started to look really good towards the end of uh, towards the end of the season last year. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that'll be exciting to see. And he's so young. I think it's. I think he's got promise for sure. Um. So now we are moving on to the AFC West, one of the least interesting divisions. <laughs> really, really. Um. I mean, well, like, who are you guys having winning this division? I mean, the Chiefs. Right, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I got Raiders in last place. I also have the Raiders. I have the Broncos last place. over the Chargers. I have Broncos. That's at that, that is. Yeah. I, well, we're just gonna skip past the Raiders because. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is what I'll. This is what I'll say about the Raiders. I think that they were bad last year, and now they're trotting out Jimmy Garoppolo. I like Max Crosby, but I can't see the Raiders winning more than like four games because, like, like. Yeah. They only got worse, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I like those dudes. And Devontae Adams, of course. I, I like Adams those and Josh dudes. That's a great And Josh weapon. Jacobs, yeah. Duo, but like, yeah. They're, Jimmy Garoppolo is not that guy, and... They're just the not poised for anything. of Max Crosby is, or is not anything special, and yeah. Um, so, I, I have the Broncos third. 
I as do I. What what makes you believe in the the Broncos, especially this year? Uh, the addition of Sean Payton. I mean, I feel like okay. he could like well, really change some things up. That's bad. I think Sean Payton will help them a lot. I, mean, I don't know. I feel like Russ might have a bounce back year. I could see it too. I could see it too. I don't know, bro. I just like just like looking back at old Russ highlights and like even like. During I was like watching uh I was watching like an old ass game I don't even remember what it was but like I was looking at the little like the stat ticker on the bottom and it was like mid game and like Russell Wilson had like crazy efficiency and like already two hundred yards and I was like he he's always he's always been good and so like it just it did sucks to see that like kind of regression yeah. and so it's it's hard for me to project them to be anything other than third place after yeah. that. Jerry Judy is injured, but he should mm -hmm. be back for week one. They did draft Marvin Mims Jr. out of Oklahoma. And he looked good. good in the preseason. Mm -hmm. He was cooking uh, us uh, the third game of the preseason. That Corlin Sutton. Uh, Javante Williams good. is back. He is back. And who's backing him up? Samaje P. Ryan, bro. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, I, I, their I, running back room is good. I, I, I like their running back room. You know, I, I definitely think that they can take a take a step forward from last year. Last year was just absolute, just nobody knew what they were getting into. <laughs> and you had, a, you had a new coach there who thought that his quarterback was going to be good. Yeah, and, yeah, that's kind of a tough thing. <laughs> and, to... built, and built that offense around Russ being good. Because, I mean, you paid him all that money, you traded all the draft picks, and... Yeah. And then he comes out there and he's not that he's not good. He's just not good. Comeback player of the year. Um, oh, I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Sean Payton knows what he's getting into. He's a great coach. And he's working with uh Sean Payton's always been great defensive minded. Like his def he's, he's a defensive head coach. And the Broncos had an amazing defense last year. They mm -hmm. they had a defense that they were they were they were losing games, but it was like 10 to like 13 yeah was like... <laughs> there was like a step that was like if they scored at least 17 points every game they would have gone they would have had like a positive 10 record. wins yeah. at least <laughs> yeah. i believe so like their defense they they stopped guys from getting points and like yeah it, it was just it was it was insane to see that they just had that amazing defense and just the offense just failed to produce anything yeah, I think it's safe to say that Russ will throw for more touchdowns than he has bathrooms in his house <laughs> this year. Uh, I think, safe to say. I think that is a great that is a great prediction to make. I'm taking the over. Yeah, over. Wait, how many the, bathrooms does he have in his house? Like, like nine. thirteen? Or wasn't wasn't there? Oh, what it was it nine? That was <laughs> it was something <laughs> so like nine funny. Or That's so it, it funny. It was like nine or ten, and he he got it in like week seventeen. <laughs> I know it was. Oh man, what a time! What a time that was. That the was, that was praying good. on the Broncos' downfall was one of the funniest parts of last year. I think. Um so okay so then i'll pose another question to you matthew then what do you why do you have the chargers below them uh i don't know i guess just for the same reason why i said i would have the broncos above them mm -hmm. i mean the chargers are stacked though they have eckler mm -hmm. they have Herbert, which I'm not actually very, who well, I'm not very high on. You just hate him because fantasy wise, he, <laughs> <but> <laughs> he fucked you over. He did fuck me over, so I have that personal vendetta against him. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what their defense looks like, 
but I mean their defense was supposed to be really good. They they have Khalil Mack, they have Joey Bosa, oh, they yeah. have JC Jackson, Asante Samuel Jr., Derwin James. James. Well, yeah, I guess their they, defense is really good. Yeah, actually, their defense has guys. Yeah, their defense has guys, and <laughs> it's it, I I don't I don't see them taking any steps really backwards. I I have them as a as a wild card team in the playoffs. So uh, I will say I guess like. I don't know. I I don't think the two of them will be very like far apart from each other in the mm-hmm. rankings. I think mm-hmm. they'll have like you similar have, records. You have them both floating around like the ten to seven, nine and eight range, like uh, a little bit above average. I have the Chargers going around ten wins. I'd say so. I, I think that's fair. I had them taking a little bit of a step forward. Yeah, I have and... to like actually see what their schedules look like. Um, Russell Wilson has 12 bathrooms in his house. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. so, there we go. Yeah, okay. Over <laughs> a 17-game season, Wilson is on .778 per, uh, per game touchdown pass pace, or 13 touchdowns in 17 games. Uh, so I guess... So I guess he did pass he, it in, in 17 did. games. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's... I really hope Russ didn't fall off like he did. <laughs> that would that would be so sad to see. Yeah. Uh. So I have the ch- I have the Chargers going twelve and five. I have the Broncos going five and twelve. So interesting. That's wild. Yeah. So we gotta lose games. The Broncos are in the AFC. Do I think the Broncos are a five and twelve team? No. I think that's their floor. But somebody's gonna lose games, and it's the AFC, and it's it's rough out there, it's and good. it's it's gonna be hard to see. Uh. How, how everything falls there, but I, as of right now, I have the Broncos in third, Chargers second, and of course, Chiefs in first. Yeah, yeah nothing much to say yeah. about the Chiefs, defending champions. I hope they pay Chris Jones. Um, basically, I think their whole defense hinges on the fact that Chris Jones is Chris Jones. Um, Chris, so. The Chris Jones holdout is insane to me. I do want to talk about that a little it, bit. It is a little bit insane, because didn't he like just get paid? I I'm not sure when his last contract was. It, it it was insane to me that you you're in the middle of a dynasty. You have the greatest quarterback to ever play. You have arguably the best tight end ever, and like the best receiving tight end ever. You have this amazing team, and then you have this wrecking ball on defense, uh, who is just an, a personal pass rusher. Like yeah. He it, he is a whole pass rushing unit on his own. And he is the reason, he's the focal point of your defense. He's the reason you're able to stay competitive and the reason your defense is able to be competitive. And you don't pay him. There's never been a situation. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a situation where there's this dynasty or like this great team that's in the height of their power. And there's this really good guy on offense, this really good guy on defense. And then they just don't pay one of them. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you pay the guy who's going to win you the games. And like, it's as simple as that. Hey, Chris Jones, you're gonna win games. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 really that simple. I if Chris Jones gets paid and he starts from week one, I have him as a potential uh, uh, defense player of the year candidate. I yeah. think he I think he has that in him 100. I think he he can put up the numbers. He is that much of uh, a, a valuable player on the Chiefs defense that like uh, I think that he should get at least a nod for defensive player of the year. I think he'd be top three in voting if he plays the full season and is healthy and if he is on the same pace as he was last year so if if this isn't resolved in the next couple of days then the chiefs organization the whole organization is 
I they're they've they've got to be completely unserious about wanting to repeat. <laughs> yeah, about wanting to to win another championship. And uh, Chris Jones is on the last year of his contract, making oh never mind. Uh, yeah, pay the guy. Yeah, he's an unrestricted free agent next year. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pay Chris Jones, man. I was under the wrong impression. Yeah. I thought he got a contract like maybe like two years ago, and he was like, I'm that good, and I need to get paid again. Which is completely valid because he is Chris Jones. Mm -hmm. But if he's on the last year, you need to pay that man. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. What are we hey, doing? Man. That's crazy as fuck. All hey, right. Chris Jones. Um, let's <sighs> see. So um, next we have the AFC South. AFC South. This is another one that I think is pretty cut, dry, cut and dry. Um, but it's a matter of where you think the trash teams are going to land. Yeah. I got the Texans in last. I also have the Texans in last. I have the Colts in last. And I think that's crazy. I think it's because, <laughs> well, as much as I like the dudes like Michael Pittman and Zach Pascal, those are not, like, guys that, like, that, like, let's be honest, a Project QB is going to be thrown to who's not known for his, like, elevating his receiver's ability. And so, like... They're not going to have Jonathan Taylor. I just think that the, the the organization itself is giving me bad vibes. And that's where this comes from. I think Jim Ursay is not a good guy and is not like, has not been handling this very public um, situation well. Um, and I don't know. I mm -hmm. And like, I think their defense is good. Um, I like DeForest Buckner, who's still there, who I feel for because he should be he should be winning chips, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just I just don't see that much from the Colts that I like right now, Ex except for literally Anthony Richardson. But I just I don't think he's gonna be what people want him to be instantly, and I don't think anyone expects that either, which is why I have them being so low. Uh, you know, I understand that, especially from like the standpoint of like they of of the the organization is just such a like dumpster fire right yeah. now of just random like events happening that are just so uncoordinated and so just unserious about about the team, and it's 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 a lot to to try and think that they're gonna pull together any sort of team that's that has a chance of like getting a uh, getting a winning record of any sort or like winning games or getting any sort of functionality between them. But, you know, I think I think the raw talent is just on it's just there. The defense is better than the Texans, the receivers are better than the Texans, the quarterback I think has potential to be better than the Texans quarterback just because of, you know, the lack of weapons there. If Jonathan Taylor does end up staying there, then the running game's better. It's the offensive line is better. I, I just think they're better all around. And I just, I, I don't think, I think there's only so far that, that they can tank, I guess. Right. Uh, based on just how bad the vibes are in the organization. I still think the, the, just the raw talent of all those guys out there, they can go out there and get themselves more wins than the Texans can. Do you have any thoughts on Colts versus Texans? I just got the Colts over them, man. I don't know. That's I mean that's valid. I <laughs> yeah. I I like the Texans because I just think that I mean like even if you're thinking about like when Davis Mills was the quarterback of the Texans, like 
he was like very competitive like all throughout the season people will forget this but the houston texans were low-key competitive a lot last year and i think that their um their defensive line actually has like a lot of good pieces on there they drafted will anderson who i think is like going to be the real deal they have derek stingley I believe they're, I don't think their linebackers are like that good, but I think there's some names there that I like. Um, on offense, it's a little bit sketchier, but I like CJ Stroud. Um, I like their offensive line. Um, I can't think of a single Texans running back right now. Um, you mean Damian Pierce? Oh, Damian Pierce. I love Damian Pierce. Yeah, what am I thinking? And I love Damian Pierce. Yeah, how can I not like... Yeah, so honestly, you're just selling me more on the <laughs> Texans. But uh, I think I I wish that they uh, that CJ Stroud had a little bit more weapons to work with. So I don't know if he'll be looking that good. Um, but I I think I think they will be better than the Colts. Is all. Um, but in second, I have the Titans. I do uh, as, well. as do I. You know, they the they have Mike Vrabel. He always manages to just throw them over his shoulder and pull them to to around eight eight wins, eight or nine wins yep. at least. Uh, and you know, D Hop is a great addition. <clears throat> I think he yeah. he doesn't have the potential that he used to, but I think he still can go out there and make a splash, get a couple good plays in there. Um, Traylon Burks is really good. Traylon Burks is good. I like him. Who's who's starting? Is it Ryan Ryan He'll still a starter for them, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess so, man. Uh, I I don't know what's gonna happen there. Uh, and then I mean, of course, you have Derrick Henry, who and Derrick Henry is gonna go out there and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna work. Derrick Henry's gonna put up some yards. Their defense is still good. Mm -hmm. uh, their defensive line is always scary. Um, they have one of the best defensive lines in the league. I think that their secondary will only benefit from that. So I I don't think the Titans will even make the playoffs in the very stacked AFC, but uh, it's not a team that you're gonna want to play um, if you're a good or bad team. Because mm -hmm. if you're a bad team, you will lose, and if you're a good team, you could lose. So yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll give you a run for your money for sure. Um, and then of course they're, the they're just the Jags, the Jaguars, and led by Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> There's a lot to like about the Jaguars in 2023. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of promise. Um, you know, Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley to, 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 to start off. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. The connection that him and Trevor Lawrence can have and the potential that this duo has is unmatched in, in the league between a quarterback and, I think, a wide receiver. I, I think that Calvin Ridley has always been an amazing talent. Uh, he just hasn't really been able to prove it, and he has the chance now with an amazing quarterback, with other wide receivers around him, with a good head coach who knows what he's doing, um, and a decent or like a, a defense that can that can definitely carry them along. And I think that they definitely have the chance to go out there, and I think Calvin Ridley can be a, a real special guy. I think he can. I think he can put up some great numbers. I think so too. And with Trevor Lawrence I last season he was very good and it was a late season push that got them into the playoffs and I think if we're projecting that onto 2023 I don't really see anything but success for them the entire season mm -hmm. um I think that 
I think that Trevor Lawrence will go from being like really good to probably like that tier one quarterback that like we all saw from him as a prospect. Mm. And I think that um I think that Calvin Ridley is gonna be a huge part of that. I like their receiving room. They got Calvin Ridley. They paid a lot of money to Christian Kirk. Um and they got Zay Jones. They got Zay Jones. Uh, they got um Evan Ingram is a great tight end. They well. also have Evan Ingram and over Travis there. Etienne, and Travis uh, Etienne in their backfield along with uh the rookie Tank, Tank Bigsby. Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. He's supposed to be good. Like Tank. Um, and they just have they the offensive talent that they have surrounded Trevor Lawrence with. I think will only make him look like 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 he can be like like everyone the the generational prospect mm-hmm. that yeah. people that people said that he was and i think that anyone who watched him play in college thought so as well yeah. um so i think that i think that the jaguars will be very good i think that they can beat basically any other team in the nfl i think they can go toe to toe with pretty much any other team in the yeah. afc and nfc they went toe to toe with the chiefs for you know, a bit before they pulled away uh, in the playoffs, but the, uh, I yeah, I yeah, like there's the There's no matchup. There's no matchup this year where you're like, oh, yeah, no, the Jags are getting whooped. No. Yeah. They're, 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 they're going toe-to-toe with the best, and they're going to have to face the best uh, quite often. I know they ha- I know they go against the Chiefs and the Jets uh, at least once. Uh, I believe they go against the Eagles as well. They go up against the Chiefs in uh, week two, and week then two. That'll be exciting. week five, they get Buffalo okay uh week seven they got new orleans oh, pittsburgh right game. after that and they have a bye week and then they got san francisco right after that that's niners. a tough little run yeah i'm interested to see the niners game after the bye i want to i want to see what they what they cook up during the bye yeah i think that'll be dope so we'll we'll start off with the afc north here yeah AFC um, north. Uh, so who do you guys uh, have in last place browns i have the steelers I uh, I also have the Steelers in the last. Place. I got them third. <laughs> yeah, I know we I know we talked them up during the preseason bit, and they have promise for sure. They have promise, and they have potential, but they're just not there yet, in my opinion. Yeah, no. I mean, and they have a great a great young team with a lot of potential. I just the, I love them. Their defense is really good, it and is. I really like their offensive talent. I think that Kenny Pickett. I honestly. Don't think Kenny Pickett will be bad this season. Like, like I've turned around. I'm I'm neutral on I Kenny Pickett now. So, I don't know what he's what. <laughs> Mike Tomlin is a really good coach. But like, if the Browns roster wasn't so good, I would have the Steelers above them because of coaching, all the intangibles. I think that a large part of the reason that the browns were not good last season was because of the bad juju around deshaun watson and just because he played like shit uh because he's a piece of shit and um i think that i i just think that i i can see a world where the browns are bad again Mm -hmm. but i mean i just think that their roster is is too good to put them in fourth place i don't think that they will get beyond third yeah that's how i feel as well you know Whenever, whenever I say the Steelers are young, I mean their offense. You know, their defense is yeah. great and established. I mean, TJ Watt, Defensive Player of the Year candidate, multiple years in a row. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, one of the best safeties in the league. Cam Hayward. Uh, Cam Hayward, amazing as well. And Joey Porter Jr. is supposed to be good. To be great. I forgot that they uh, that they drafted him. Crazy, uh, crazy duo out there. Yeah. And so 
I, I think the Steelers' defense will be great and established. Their offense just takes a little bit, just needs a little bit more reworking. And oh, wait, because they have Patrick Peterson. That's the duo you're speaking of? They do have Patrick Peterson, yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, their cornerbacks are a little bit suspect. I mean, I think they have. I think it's, I think it'll be fine. I, I think it'll be and serviceable. Whenever sure. I said do I meant just I meant just back or no yeah that, secondary with Minka that that made me think of the yeah. the other cornerback that they have over there so yeah. Um, um but yeah the, I just think I just think this they need one more year to really work everything out and I think this will be the year and uh, they're it, they just also happen to be in a stacked um, AFC division with the other with three other amazing teams who could be playoff. Um, who could have playoff runs? Uh, so that brings us to the next one: the Steel or to the Browns in the third spot. I just think their roster is too good. Yeah, uh, their defense is incredible. Um, their offense is really good. If Deshaun Watson is fine, like if he does anything like he did whenever he was on the Texans, then like I think that I think they could. I I think they they could make a deep run just about as much as anyone. Deshaun Watson just has to be a little bit better than Jacoby Brissett, and yeah. this team will be fine. That's 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 the the goal for him. Yeah, that's all he yeah. needs to do is just be better than Jacoby Brissett, and I think he can do that. Uh, it's it's just gonna come down to to if the Browns can just get over that that juju curse of just being the browns yeah and i think i i think it is that like i i think that is it's it's magic you know what i mean it's like it's if you've watched football for a long time it's a magical sport i don't really know what else you can call it but yeah i think that the I think I just Miles Garrett is incredible. Mm -hmm. I don't have him as my defensive player of the year, but he is my honorable mention, and he, we'll he get to that later. But uh, I think that I just every part of that Browns roster is incredible, and uh, that's why I had them winning the division a couple of years back when they had Baker Mayfield. Uh, but unfortunately, that just did not fucking work out. <laughs> Because uh, because of Kevin Stefanski, because of Baker Mayfield being injured, whatever you want to blame it on, um, it just did not go well. And I could, I just, I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. Um, but uh, I, I could see them doing it. Um, it was, I wouldn't be too surprised, but I definitely wouldn't predict it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so. We'll just skip to the division winner for this uh, for this division because that will you know we'll know who second place is after that. Um, I have the Ravens winning this division. I do as well. I have the Bengals. This one's a toss up. It is. It, it is. is. This will be close. Uh, I, you can go Ravens. You can go Bengals. I'm really not going to be mad either way. Uh, Lamar Jackson is amazing. Joe Burrow is amazing. Uh, we can start with the Ravens and talk about them. I think. Okay, so their addition of, um, oh man, what's his name? The linebacker that they got. Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith is incredible and completely changed that defense from being really good to incredible. Yeah. And I don't see that changing at all. Um, I mean, it could, but I mean, like, because their cornerbacks are also a little bit suspect. But I just think that that Ravens front is incredible. They got depth on that line like they always do um and 
let's move on to the offense because that's what we're really here for. <laughs> Lamar Jackson with Zay Flowers with Odell Beckham Jr. Rashad J- Bateman. Rashad Bateman. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. Ross Edwards is out. But Probably the best wide receiving core. Mark he's Andrews. Had. Mark Andrews. Yeah, As we well. can't forget about him. It's it really is the best the mm-hmm. best supporting cast that Lamar has had. Um, in his career, and he's won MVP before. So, <laughs> I uh, I just if that Ravens roster stays healthy, I think that they could go all the way. I just don't see. I just don't see. Aside from injury, I just don't see a world where the Ravens aren't like one of the best teams in the league. Lamar becomes or not becomes because. I'll always ride for Lamar. People who say that he's washed or people still say that he's a running back yeah. these days in 2023. <laughs> um, I think that I think that roster and that team just has it. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, and yeah. Yeah, the injuries are the main concern with the Ravens. But we can sit here and say anybody can get injured. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 really not uh, it, I don't like to try and say that this is what's going to prevent a team from breaching their potential, but the Ravens, I mean, they, they, they have it. They have every, they have pieces that come into place. They've had, they have amazing coaching. Uh, Harbaugh was one of the best coaches in the league, in my opinion. Um, and he has an amazing connection with Lamar. I mean, they, they go out and they just get shit done and they, they make wins. They, they make wins happen. Like it's, it's amazing. Their connection, like Lamar is one of the most winningest, uh, play like quarterbacks in the league, and and he's a direct result of that. It's yeah. because of him that that his team is able to go out there and get wins. So really, it's just a matter of him staying on the field, uh, which is sad to say. But it, yeah, that's that's what their season rides on. And if he can stay healthy, and if this Ravens team can just at least get a quarter of their potential or just reach some of that, uh have some of that talent shine, then I think that they can easily win the division. But yeah. I just had to ride with the team that is more proven and has just done it year after year and has an amazing quarterback as well with yeah. a, arguably the best receiving core in the league. I think and a amazing. proven wide receiver. And the Bengals just have all those things. Yeah, and they they continue to prove, and like Joe Burrow continues to prove why he's why he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, year after year, and I think this year is going to be no different. I I they they go toe to toe with any team in the AFC, and that's a stacked it's a stacked league, and I just I don't see how I don't see them regressing at all. I don't see any like downgrades. I just think it's going to be the same thing where they're going to be up there with the best of them. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just want to believe in them a little bit more. They're both very stacked, and Jamar Chase, of course. Jamar Chase, uh, love that man. Yeah, potential offensive player of the year candidates, and uh, and then uh, T Higgins, another amazing wide receiver too that we talked about earlier. Joe Mixon, it's they have they have an amazing offense. It's just a high powered, just incredible like, passing game, incredible passing game. And Joe Mixon, I, I guess we haven't said his name, but he yeah, is, he, I, he, he does his job. He does his job. He He's my fantasy, like, spurn. Like, I don't like him because I had him in fantasy <laughs> the year that I drafted him and he didn't do well for me. 
I know he's good. I know he's, he's done the same. Same. Mason is very good. He's done the same for me where where fantasy he disappointed me and I was like, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> maybe if he falls to me in fantasy, I'll draft him. But I mean I will right. stay away from him All for right. sure. And then uh week two we get the Bengals and Ravens. So that'll be very that'll fun be to look out for. Yeah, we'll see that'll we'll see very... what happens there. Wait, wait, when's their second matchup? Uh not until week eleven. Mm. Oh wow. So I guess that division gets decided then, I guess. Well, maybe <laughs> probably not then, because, like, they still got to face other teams. But, I mean, like, if but the division, that, that those, matchup... Those matchups are going to be big either way. I'd love to see that, like, late in the season, though. Mm. That would be a very exciting matchup. Maybe it's good that it's, like, early, because then people will still be healthy. Yeah, um, yeah that's true. I think the NFL is just, like, super stacked right now. Because I'm, like, every, like, one schedules I lo have looked at, I'm, like, damn, like, they got some tough matchups. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of great games. Well, except, I mean, Arizona, Seattle, <laughs> Cleveland, that, that's four games in a row. Or... I also remember when I was doing a Ravens schedule, I had a, a few, few too many games where I was, like, I can see, like, I can see something happening here, like with uh, like a fluke game or something. Yeah, like, I can I see think, them I think winning. Their schedule was a little tougher than the, the Bengals, in my opinion. I can see them losing to Pittsburgh. I, can I don't know. I, I think I had I think I had both the top two teams in the AFC North sweeping the bottom two teams, and then they took a game off of each other. Um, but I mean, I I that. That division is a bloodbath. They could all split yeah. with each other, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, but time for the real bloodbath. Yeah, this, the AFC. this AFC East division, man, is something. Yeah, this one, I, I think we're, we'll... I'm interested to see what all we have for our ranks for these, because I do not know either of y'all's rankings for these. So, I mean, Pets has got to be last. Starting I mean, off, we have Patriots last. Yeah, I mean... I don't really want to talk about the Patriots because people have talked about them for the past two decades. So. <laughs> All um, I want to say about the Patriots is I love Christian Gonzalez and I hate that Christian Gonzalez fell all the way to them. Same, yeah. He's going to be amazing, but God, why does he have to be amazing there? Yeah, I mean, their defense is going to be really yeah, good. Yeah, their defense is going to be great. Uh, Matt Jones is not going to be good. I don't see... I, I can see through some Patriots dark magic... Uh, that they uh, that they take some games off of the the teams above them, but it's it's just like one of those things where like I think that Mac Jones is bad, and who is he throwing to? Mm -hmm. And I like Ramondre Stevenson a lot. Like Ramondre, yeah, they'll yeah. have a good ground game and they'll have a good defense, but the Patriots way. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's their bread and butter. But the the league is evolving out of that, and yeah. Yep. They, they, they're not going to be able to keep up with the okay. other amazing teams. And currently, <laughs> all right. Um, I will say my second and third place teams are tied. Okay. Um, they. This is just. This is just how the 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 standings shook out. I guess. Third place for me. I have the Dolphins. I also have the Dolphins. I also have Miami. Whoa. Yeah. Really. Here's the thing that I'll say about Miami. I think that. Miami, all around, probably has the best roster in that division. My only question marks and the reason why I'm putting them this low is I they're still making the playoffs for me. They are still making the playoffs. But um, the question marks with Tua really concern me. 
um seeing Tua like Tua's injuries on the field last year were really scary and it made me really and then they looked like shit without him um like honestly like Tua was shaping up to be like one of the best quarterbacks in the league last year before he got injured uh multiple times and before it was grossly mismanaged by by the coaching and by the staff over there which mm -hmm. was really which is also really concerning to see um but i mean like i'm a huge Tua believer he has the weapons around him to succeed he has the coach system that he is currently succeeding in and i think that defense man is scary especially whenever you consider the addition of jalen ramsey who will help them in the latter half of the season come playoff time i think that he's going to be a huge difference maker for them um they got guys up and down that defense um and i mean saying it out loud it's like what is what is there to what is there to you know put mm -hmm. them at third four mm -hmm. i just think it's that division that's that good and the division is going to split with each other they're they're gonna it's gonna yeah. be tough it's gonna i i whenever my whenever i was doing my predictions i was like i need them all to split with each other i need this all to be even or something because yeah. they're they're just all so good and they can all just take games from one another so easily i i do have a question for you though what's up so you said you said the dolphins are you said you had them as a playoff team so. yes so I'm gonna give you five teams, and you gotta tell me which one isn't making the playoffs. Okay. Chargers. Okay. Ravens. Yeah. Jets. Bills. Dolphins. Uh. One of those teams is not making the. Playoffs. I I believe it is the I believe it is the Chargers that I have not making the playoffs in this scenario, uh because because I think Miami and uh whether you have the top three teams in the AFC East, I think are going to make the playoffs. And then I think it's going to be the Bengals or the Ravens who make it in there as well. You know, talent wise, I think I would put, I would put Miami above LA, above the Chargers. But for me, it's a matter of since all the AFC East teams are going to just take turns, taking bites out of one another, it's, it's going to be hard for them, for them all three to have, really high records yeah. and i think teams like the chargers and the ravens who are in easier schedules will be able to get those wins and have a higher record even though they may not be the better team quote unquote. Mm -hmm. so that's the main reason that i have the dolphins out i have dolphins out of the playoffs i have them as the eight seed that's just how the picks mm. happened if i was to think about it i'd be like oh yeah dolphins are an easy playoff team but whenever i do the picks it's just how it happened that's valid. Anything can happen in that division, though. Who do you guys have at first in this division? First place in the division for I me. I got the Bills. I got the, the Bills. I got the Jets. I also have the Jets. That one's also a toss-up, bro. The, yeah. The third in this division is... Like, anyway. all three of those teams can be first place by the end of the season. It's also... So, yeah, they're all incredible, and that's why it makes it so hard to choose one to win it all mm -hmm. and it's especially it's especially hard for me to project that jets team to be number one over the bills over the dolphins um it is and because like they were literally the bottom the bottom team in the in the division last year um my thing is that 
I love that defense. I think Quinton Williams is amazing. I think Sauce Gardner is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you, you know, you could even just stop at that, and I think it would be enough. But then you, you don't, because then you gotta, you got to talk about their offense as well. Exactly. With the uh, addition of Aaron Rodgers, who is going to be throwing to Garrett Wilson, who has potential to be one of the best players in the league. Absolutely. One of the best wide receivers in the league in a couple of years. I starting this year, I think he has the potential. I think he'll and be a top, at least top ten receiver I, this I year. I think top ten is very reasonable for him. Uh, and Brees Hall is going to be amazing once he comes back from injury. I love the Dalvin Cook addition. Dalvin yeah. Cook is going to take so much weight off of Brees Hall's like legs and shoulders, and it's just going to let him rest a lot more until it comes time to later in the season when it needs to be Brees Hall time. Yeah. Where he needs to go out there and dominate, like, in the playoffs and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I think the Jets have... I think they have the, the the best chance out of all of them. They have a person who's... Or they have a quarterback who's two years removed from an MVP. Yeah. Uh, throwing to a superstar. And he has uh, other, you know, solid receivers to help him out. They got Randall Cobb. They got... Alan Lazard, they got all his friends over there. Um, Aaron Rodgers is comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. He's got good coaching. He's got a good defense behind him. It It is the worst O-line that he's played with probably in his career. It's, it's but, like, injury-related, I think. Yeah. I mean, I like Makai Becton whenever he's really healthy. And Elijah Barrett Tucker is uh, he's, he's great. He's Also when he's healthy. Yeah, also when he's healthy. But... Uh, it is, but also Rodgers is like known for getting the ball out fast. He's That's he's true. one of the, he has one of the quickest release times in the NFL. So uh, I don't think the I don't think that's too much of a concern. Um, Garrett Wilson can can get separation fast, and they'll be able to scheme things up for sure. Yeah, so, I'm really excited about that Aaron Rodgers Garrett Wilson connection. We talked about it a little bit earlier, but I mean like. Garrett Wilson went off with fucking Joe Flacco, so and Mike White and, and Zach Wilson. Yep, and so. and even with that carousel at quarterback, they won seven games. So, I mm-hmm. I can only I can only predict them to 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 win the division, mm-hmm. honestly. So, uh, and then the Bills to finally I guess to end it out. Yeah, I had them in second. So you had them in first. I do have them in first, and that's fair. I mean, Josh Allen is Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is Stefan Diggs. It's it's hard to argue against them when you have um, a, a quarterback who's just gone out there and just he can put the team on his back. He doesn't yeah. really have to. I mean, he he's got the talent around him. The Bills, uh, they they know how to win. the The coaching always gets the job done. Their Absolutely. defense, um, the defense is getting old, but they are still they're still able to produce. They're still able to to keep games in reach like the especially when you have josh Allen on the other side so uh i think they'll the bills will still be a wild card team i still i still think they will have a chance in the playoffs i mean when come playoff time any of these teams can go any any direction especially since like all of these teams are, are all close to that just elite status i think when it comes time for playoffs it's gonna be just a a matter of who's hot that game and yeah we could go out there it could be jets versus uh bills first round and bills could sweep them it could be an absolute like destroy uh josh allen could just do josh allen things and we could see that but but as far as like over the course of the season i i like i like the jets and i think that 
it's I think they they've been planning for this and they've been trying to get to this exact moment and I think they finally got to it and they're gonna make it count. Yeah, they definitely go all in. This is like yeah. definitely like now or never for the Jets. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I think we talked a little bit about the wild card uh teams in the AFC. My wild card teams are the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Bengals. Um, who do you guys like as wild cards in the AFC? I in the AFC Ooh. for me, I have the Chargers, the Ravens, and the Bills. Okay. I have the Dolphins missing out. Gotcha. And Browns missing out. And yeah. And then the other teams were the division winners as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's my that's my one through seven. Um Yeah. Probably like I wish I would have done like game by game mm-hmm. so I knew like everyone's records but I'd probably like have the Bengals on the outside looking in Titans Dolphins Chargers or maybe Broncos I don't know yeah. Broncos that kind of sound a little crazy now I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean I, I I like your projection I see the vision I mean the okay the Broncos would be a wild card team I don't know I, yeah, I think yeah. they could be I think they could put, be. put her on record It'd be bold <laughs> yeah so this is Russ this Russ's year bro uh and so in the NFC my my wild cards in the NFC I got the Cowboys at five, the Seahawks at six, and the Vikings at seven. Hmm. I think it'll be I think it'll be the Seahawks. I think it'll be the Cowboys, and I think it'll probably be the Giants again. That's that's understandable. I don't I don't see I mean, as much as I like the Bears this season, I don't think they're making the playoffs. And if I have them second in the division, certainly <laughs> not the Vikings. So I and I and I like the I like the Giants fine. And, and I, I like the Giants a, a lot to be a wildcard team. It's just the fact that they play against the NFC East and the AFC East. Yeah. They have to go against the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins, along with the Eagles twice, the Commanders twice, and the Cowboys twice. And yeah. that's that's a lot of losses right there. That's yeah. that's a lot to overcome. And even against the Patriots, uh, I think Patriots have a great, a great defense. So like that, that'd be a challenge for the, for the Giants as well. So that's why I just couldn't have three NFC East teams, uh, going to the playoffs. It's just it's a lot about scheduling. Yeah, uh, there's gonna be a lot of just back and forth between those. I guess when you do put it like that, mm-hmm. I have three teams from two divisions making the playoffs, <laughs> but I don't know. I just. I just don't like the Vikings. I'll say it. I just think they'll be bad. And so mm-hmm. I can't see them getting into the playoffs. <laughs> That's valid. How do you guys want to outro this? <laughs> well, it's been good. It's been fun. <laughs> well, it's been a great show so far. Yeah. In the books. Yeah, we, we just sat here and we talked for a while. So, you know. It's it's that, just that easy. That's what we were hoping for. It's just yeah. to sit down and talk and have these have these these talks documented. And yeah. Hopefully someone enjoys them. We'll see. Yeah, I hope so. Um, <laughs> we, uh, your friendly neighborhood Rams fan, your friendly neighborhood Saints fan, who that, and your your friendly neighborhood Mavs fan. <laughs> Shout out Jason Kidd. <laughs> Shout out Jason Kidd. Um, yeah. So I hope that you guys will tune in next week. We'll be doing our 
week one predictions. We'll be giving you our postseason awards mm -hmm. that we did not include in this one because it just ran too long. We just we love um, talk. And we'll talk about some NBA next. Oh, next, oh. Uh, we'll talk some b-ball next episode. So hopefully you guys will stick around for that. All right, yes, sir. Adios, everybody. Take it easy and have a good rest of your day. Nighty night.